Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound, JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones, seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. And I'm recording too. <laughs> Good, I'm happy you record. Oh, now you're gonna show off with a run because you know I can't do that shit. <laughs> you can do it, just do a scare. I, I can do it, just do a scare. Ooh. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thunderous applause. Thunderous. Okay, Fellas, I missed y'all. Missed you, missed too. you too. Where's Joelle? She's hanging out with the new girl? No, no she here. is. She's right here. She's running a little late. <laughs> oh, I thought you weren't going to be here because of the new girl. I when thought, you said uh, a bit late, I thought you meant like, you know, more than a minute. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I, thought um, I had. I thought you might be with Zoe Deschanel on a, on a shopping trip or something. Mm. Oh, my gosh. How fun. magical would, would that be? I would love to go shopping in this climate yes. right now, in this recession. Now's the time. Get yours, <laughs> y'all. It's $200 for shoelaces. How's everybody's holiday? Uh, mine was horrible. No. What that. happened? Tell them what happened. Oh, Tell them what was, happened. Y'all, see, I'm so upset about it. It's making me sound Southern, y'all. Oh, no. What happened? <laughs> but what is it? I, um, this is your upset voice? Yeah, it was like the, like the episode we're going to talk about when the janitor has a different voice. Yeah. Well, I'll make a very long story short. I was going to have 20 p- family here, and um, Monday of the week, I got that feeling, that achy oh, feeling. Oh, no. And I had uh, 20 people here. We had like I had like rental chairs and tables coming because I can't accommodate 20 people. It was all set up. So excited. My parents were going to cook. People are flying in from everywhere. <sighs> Monday, I started getting the aches. Oh, buddy. You know, the aches. No. And then I took a home COVID test, a home PCR COVID test, and it tested positive. And I was like, <sighs> fuck. So then I had two more, right? Both were yeah. negative. And I'm, Googling, oh. frantically, I'm frantically Googling, like, wait, I thought this was a, you know, it was a fancy home test, like the best there is. It says it's like 98% accurate. So I start texting real JD, right? The guy yes. who told you about that this, my character's based on, Bill's best mm-hmm. friend from college. 
So I'm texting him. I'm like, I'm sending him pictures of all the tests. I go, what does this mean? He goes, if you have symptoms and it's positive, you're positive, dude. Just You just got to let it go. But he's not getting back to me right away because I'm like asking him all these questions. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm thinking, oh, maybe he's like in surgery. You know, he's like a very fancy cardiac surgeon. Yeah. And then finally he reveals to me he's at the Clippers game with Bill. <laughs> oh, come on, man. So That's anyway, then I, but I still don't trust it, right? So anyway, long story short, I get, a, I get a protest the next day, comes back positive for flu, negative for COVID. And just mm-hmm. so you know this, my assistant asked the tester doctor, and he said, it's possible if you have flu to get a false positive on a COVID test, which is oh. what happened to me. Damn. Anyway, well, it didn't matter because I still had the fucking flu. You still got and sick. And we, we had to relocate the party to my mom's house. People started canceling left and right. They ended up with about 10 people at my mom's house. But it was, I spent the I spent a week alone on the couch. Did someone oh, bring you a plate I'm at so least? sorry. Yes. A plate That's was brought good. to me and Great. with a mask on. And my friends and family were very lovely to me. Aww. But I definitely – did I feel sorry for myself? Is that the question? Yes, I did. <laughs> you know – we we joke about sickness right now, but COVID's on the uprise, right? Again, mm. everything is really, the flu really and COVID and RSV. Is that what it's called? The yeah. RSV. Mm-hmm. It's so upsetting, and it's so everywhere again. And I, I don't know what to say about it other than um, then it's like a roll of the dice when you go outside if you're gonna yeah. get if you're gonna get one of these things. Yeah, I mean, you got to live your life, though, right? Like, yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. You yeah. gotta live your life. I'm just saying that that uh, everybody. I, when I told this story to friends, they were like, "Oh, same thing happened to my Thanksgiving. Uh, everyone got COVID. We didn't have it, or like this happened." And I was, well, some someone was in the hospital with RSV because her oxygen yeah. went down below ninety or something. Oxygen. Sheesh. Uh, yeah. Her blood oxygen level. Yeah. Sheesh. There's a lot going on in the world, guys. Yeah, we don't. We don't really need to discuss all of. No, them. we don't okay, need to go yeah, yeah. down the rabbit hole. I'm just telling everyone we're about to go make you a funny comedy podcast for an hour. I'm just telling you, oof, there's a lot going on in the world. Yeah, this shit is fucked up right now. One hundred, dude. Holy shit! I guess Holy the best thing to do shit. is uh, have a podcast where we laugh. But uh, fucking hell. Yeah, man. And on that note, five, six, seven, Here's eight. Stories about a show we made. About a bunch of docs and nurses in a Canada who love to hate. I said, here's a story that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our, Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, dude. Yo, this episode, all right, it's not my favorite episode. I don't no. remember a lot of the episode. Me neither. Same. And and uh, I, I don't know if I agree necessarily with the message of this episode, but uh, it, to a certain point, uh, uh, Elliot's outcome in the end, I was like, I don't know about that, man. All right, well, like, we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, it, it delves into a very, very uh, topical medical conversation, which is as a doctor. Youth, euthanasia and the, and the ability of a human being, the right of a human being to, if they're terminal, um, say, well, I guess the conversation beyond goes beyond that. But in the case of this episode, if someone is terminal, whether they have the right to choose their own end and when and when they end their lives. I mean, that's I think it was a very well, good topic okay. for Scrubs to take on. I agree with you 100 percent. I, you know, the, the it's a tough it's a very tough one to take on, too, because what do you do in that situation? 
Are you going to be tombed inside of your body for the rest of your life until right. you die? Or are you or are you going to say, you know what, I'm going to take control of this situation and end it now? Now, there's only a few states, I believe, that allow uh, euthanasia. Can one of you guys look that up? I know that I yeah, think didn't Washington go to jail for this and all of that stuff. But that was before a few states, I believe, um, made it legal. And I think you have to be terminal, and I think you have to choose it, be conscious to choose it. If I'm not mistaken, was this? Let me ask you a question. Was this before the, all of that? Was this before Kowarki? Oh, of course. Well, this I, I believe Joel can and Daniel can tell us, but I believe these these were passed. These laws were passed long after Scrubs. But I think Wash. I think Washington is one of the states. Washington State. Yeah, we have Oregon, Washington D.C., Hawaii, Washington State, Maine, Colorado, New Jersey, California, and Vermont. As okay, of June interesting. That's way more than I thought. Yeah, and you Joel, said a couple. The, That's like oh, it's way more than I thought. I think Washington <laughs> was state was the first. I remember hearing about it. And Joel, are the conditions such that you must be terminal and you must be conscious to choose it? It's a legal document. So give names. Here's our girls. Hmm. Yeah, the source of this links to a bunch of like yeah, very long legal documents. Be, it like, has to be. I was about to say it has to be somebody saying, "Look, I want this to happen," and it has to be. It has. There's no way because then somebody could say, "Look, they said to me that they wanted it done, and so I did it." No, and no, no, really no I know, I know. That's situation. why I remember. I remember looking it up, and and you have to prove that you're terminal, and I think you have to say, "I choose this." You can't be unconscious. So this is very broad for all the states. It's basically just a descriptor. In some states, you can be unconscious, and then a guardian can make someone you've a legal appointed guardian. But you would have had to put that in a living will. Yes, a hundred percent. That's something to think about. By the way, everybody who's listening, um, sorry to go be serious for a second, but I I, I did um, deal with this in my own life with my with my sister. You know what would you want if you're if you're unconscious? Um, it's something you should put in a living will because yeah. um, I certainly would not want to be entombed in a in a in a <laughs> like this woman with with uh, ALS. Uh, I agree with her her decision in my, in my personal point of view. It's what I would want. But if she's unconscious, she can no longer choose it. But I guess it's Somebody something has you can, to make you can, that decision you can, for. You can yeah. put it in your living will. Um, so that your loved ones know what you chose, right? And wills are not very expensive. There's a lot of uh, websites online where you can make one pretty quickly. And it just, it's helpful for your family members, should the worst happen, that at least they understand that they have your, you know, your, what you want to do is laid out for them. Right. And, and they also know who gets that shit the- too. Update mm. that shit. That's the yeah. most, that's the real I deal. I just did mine. Donald, you didn't get anything. <laughs> we go, uh, I'm gonna love you so much that you're gonna update that shit before you Listen, die. How about I, that? You tell me if there's anything. Of I'm gonna mine love you, you so much you're gonna be like, you know what? I feel bad that I didn't leave him anything. I don't think there's anything of mine you'd really want, but I uh, I, I don't have a money. PS5. The money. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't have a PS5. I know you'd probably want that. Oh, that would be awesome. I do. Have a PS5. <laughs> like that. That is on my Santa list. All right. So look, this might. Wait, not do make you guys? It. I wanted to ask you. Just sorry to jump around, but. Um, on the on Scrubs Wiki, they rent. Did you know that the Neil does the voice in a game called 
Ratchet and Clank games. Really? Oh, that's cool. I didn't know He's that. Like, what voice does he do? Cool. Clank is dope. So this is in the trivia that the janitor's smitten voice, you know, he does this sort of southern voice, is the same voice Neil Flynn uses for the water worker character in the Ratchet and Clank games. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. I didn't block awesome. that. What are Ratchet and Clank games? It's a video game. It's kind of like Mario Brothers or it's like a puzzle. It's like a it's like a game where you jump around and you stuff like that. A platformer, if you will. Yeah, is that What's a what's platformer? It just, you know, like Donald said, a jumping oh, around game. Oh, you jump game. from like areas like Mario Brothers. Sure. It's an adventure game. Ratchet is like a, you know, like a rat-ish character and Clank is his little companion that sits on his back. It's a robot that's like a backpack. Oh, you know I love a robot. Um, All right, well there you go, everyone. If you if you didn't know that Neil Flynn is is the voice of the water catcher, and uh, he uses that voice. Thought that was a good piece of uh, Scrubs so wiki. Funny. All right, let's get into the show. This is All episode right, so, uh, seven oh six. Yes, and Will McKenzie directed it. He is um, one of our favorite uh, directors of the show, and most uh, famously directed the epic musical episode. Very talented man, and his style of directing uh, is pretty amazing because it's always like donald's coming in he's happy he can't wait to see carla and action <laughs> yeah he would do this funny quirk where he would sort of sum up i mean it's a good technique for reminding the actors where you're you know where, where, what just happened he'd be like yeah here comes donald he's very happy he's uh just had sex with carla and action <laughs> <laughs> he would do a little quick summary to remind you of your attitude coming into the scene <laughs> Anyway, uh, he took on that musical episode, which is which we all love and is so well done. And it was, it, uh, you know, I think Will has um, musical theater and theater ba- uh, experience, so he was the perfect man for the job. And he loves tennis. I remember that. That's like a fun fact for all of you out there. I remember him. You know, Will is a older man. Uh, I we hope were, he's still with us. Joel, you could uh, look that up. His maybe. son. His son was one of my daughter and son's little league. Not coach, but he helped organize the the little league over here in Sherman Oaks when they played baseball. So I used cool. to hear about him all the time. I believe Everybody he's still alive. Him. I don't know. Well, he was a, he was a, he was a senior fellow when he was directing it. So I, I hope he's still with us. But he played tennis, and that's when it was like I need to take up tennis now because if I could, if he can play at his age, you know what I mean. That's one of those things where it's like I need to figure out a way to, you know. That was Will is one of the first people that I met where I was like, I need to really figure out what I want to do because this dude's very active at a at a you know at a later part in his life. I want to be active like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like Harrison Ford. They showed pictures of Harrison Ford in this freaking Indiana Jones shit he got coming out. Yeah. My dude is running and shit. Like yeah, part, yeah. Of, part of me's like, part of me's like, get the fuck out of here, man. Indiana Jones <laughs> can still run. He's like ninety. But by the way, we just, Harrison uh, Ford is doing that shit. Speaking of Harrison, did you see the little uh, little teaser they released for Shrinking on the interwebs? I did. It's very cute. Ooh, looks okay. good. I got a is eighty four years young. Eighty four. Thank uh-huh. God. What a, what a, that's good news. I love Will McKenzie. <laughs> um, Donald, they released that little teaser. Uh, I think January 27th audience is the, is that correct, Joel? Is Yay. the, um, is the release date for shrinking. Um, and, uh, it's really good. I'm going to sit with Bill actually tomorrow. Cause he's finally gotten around to doing his showrunner boss pass of my episode that I directed. I'm going to hang out with him. And, um, but anyway, it's very exciting. It's a very funny show. Did you see him last night? 
I saw him for dinner last night. Yeah. You yeah. were invited, but you couldn't find a sitter. We could not get a sitter. And I was with Sarah Chalk, who shockingly had like 10, you're not going to believe this, stories. Oh, one involved, one involved <laughs> the funniest it. one involves her. I believe it. She comes, she's chasing her dog and she comes around a bend. Oh, no, she told the story already. She told the story on a talk, too. She okay. told us the story face to face with a skunk. She said she was like a foot from its anus and, and, it's, and it and it's blasted sprayed. her. And it got in her mouth. She said it got in her eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> she says she says that she's having like trouble with her eyes now because of the skunk juice that's got in her eyes. The oh, skunk juice oh is god. terrible. Is, oh no, that is horrible. But that's by the way, awful. that's just like a normal Sarah dinner conversation. For like, real. Did I not tell you about the skunk? So the skunk was in my mouth, <laughs> and the skunk juice got in my eyes. I was eating dinner yeah. in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and she instantly the dog switches. Ran by. She instantly switches to out of breath. Like it's like yeah. get like she doesn't ramp up into being out of breath. <laughs> out of like how are you doing, Sarah? Oh, I'm so good. Life is life is pretty good right now. <gasps> but did I tell you? Oh my god, there was a. <laughs> and then I saw a tainus. And then the second I saw a tainus, I was sprayed in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! All so right, so the janitor is smitten with lady. He's got a girlfriend. He's in love. Yes, and 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 he has a smitten voice also. Yes, and Carla hears the smitten voice and is like, "Why are you talking like that?" And he's like, "This is my smitten voice." Right, and which prompts Carla to think, "Wait a second, how does this dude have a girlfriend?" Like, because he's so weird. This dude is the craziest person on the planet. He's yes, easily yeah. the craziest person in the hospital. Right, he has he has theories that just don't make any type of sense. How did he convince this person to date her? Him? Yes, Carla. She must be just like. So she's like, she must be just like him. Carla does a little research. Lady's normal. Right. And Carla, Carla can't being, figure it out. We know that Carla's a gossip and loves to get up in everybody's business. She can't find anyone that wants to gossip with her about this. So she finds Kelso, who is who is on his way out. He's like he's Kelso's he's won the muffin contest. Prime, yeah, he's past his prime in the hospital. He's like a couple of uh, like a year from retirement at this point. If you all recall, uh, Kelso just turned what was it? 65. 65. Yeah, and at 65. Right, and he's, being, he's being edged out. He's got to get, he's got to get, he's got to get out. And, um, and, and so it, we learn that he, he, he's finishing the last Harry Potter book. And, um, anyone <laughs> that tells him the ending, he's going to draw a Harry Potter glasses on, which he does to Doug. <laughs> and Carla says, listen, I know you're not going to draw glasses on me. Let's be honest. We know that shit's not going down. <laughs> so I know whether Harry lived or died. So you might want to get on my train with me of investigating whether the janitor is lying to this woman or what the hell's going on here. And he agrees. And and so that, that's, one of the, that's one of the main storylines. The other main storyline is that Turk and Cox are timing competing. each other. They're competing. We, JD learns that Turk and Cox have this whole competition guy, you know, stereotypic guy competition thing where they're always timing each other and seeing who can beat one another over lots of things. This in particular uh, example is, uh, is seeing how long they can stay in a room with a patient who has a fungal infection. <laughs> they're calling it smelly belly. No, that's what JD oh called it, smelly belly. <laughs> <laughs> And JD, JD the funniest part was with JD can't last a, a split second. A second. <laughs> he walks in and walks right out. Right. And uh, so so we set up the idea of constant competition. 
And um, we know that JD has never really won anything. Um, and we see a flashback in which a, a group of jocks and throw him and his mullet. Yeah, so this is this is where it gets a little. So we're to believe as an audience. Yes. We first of all, we finally get the origin story. Let's just. <laughs> let's just <laughs> what do you mean the origin story? This is JD's. This is the moment where JD was like a doctor. That's what oh I'm right. Mm. I forgot that he says that. And no, because he's thrown. You think they're? It's funny because when you first see the shot, it looks like the the football players are like cheering him like Rudy, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, like he just won the football game. Yeah, and my mullet's <laughs> flopping up and down, and I'm so happy. And then they throw me, and we learn that it's a nerd toss. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I and I say, guys, I think they're nerd. And, and, I, and I won, and I'm excited because they right. threw me further. And but you, I look and you at you say, the, suck it, bitch, to the yeah. nerd. <laughs> and then I look at the other nerd, and I go, guys, I think their nerd is unconscious. We should and probably roll them over. Yes. And that's when Donald's right. JD says that that's when he decided to become a doctor. <laughs> that's when I decided to become a doctor. That's crazy. That's Amazing. funny, though. It took Guys, seven seasons, but the, we finally got the origin story. I think story. their mm. nerd is unconscious. <laughs> Okay, we're going to go to a break and come back, and you're not going to believe what we're going to talk about, including White Lotus Season 2. All right, we'll be right back. Wait, are we going to talk about White Lotus Season 2? Yes, all we Kel- are. That's all, that's all Casey's watching is White I'm Lotus finally Season gonna 2. Get, you're not going to watch it, but Daniel and Joel and I are going to talk about it. We'll There's be right no back. way I'm watching any of this shit. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep Mattress. 
And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. And we're back. Eat these balls, Zach. We are back. Yo. We are back. Thank you for joining us, audience. We're so happy you listen to us every week. It means a lot to us. We just want to make you laugh. It's the holiday time. People get down in the dumps. It's a tricky time for a lot of people. And we hope you join us to just have a little giggle and, uh, and, and be an escape for you. Right, Donald? You know, that's all I really want in life is for people to, I, I became an actor for that reason alone, to yep. entertain, to Amen. make you laugh and to we've make dedicated you feel something. To our, we've dedicated our lives to at least attempting, attempting yes. to make you laugh. Right. And if we do that in this hour and change, hour and a half. Yeah. We'll see how we feel. Yeah. So uh, just a quick White Lotus to aside. I know you're not watching it. Are either of you, Dale and Joel? I'm not currently. I haven't started it yet. Yeah, ain't nobody watching that shit. All right. But I watched (laughs) season one. I watched season one, so I am interested in season two. Well, the listeners listening who who are watching wish that we could go down a rabbit hole. This season is so good. I'm so happy that we cannot go down this rabbit hole. I text with Casey about it because she's the only person uh, that I can chat with about it. She is deep in it and loves it. Zach, I love you. Yeah, Yeah, we text about it. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, man. You guys text a lot. Uh, well, not like a, I, not like a concerning amount. No, uh, no. Well, it is concerning when I look at my text messages and there's 80 texts. Well, by the way, the by the way, when he says we text I'm a lot, not saying anything. By the way, when he says we text a lot, mind you, 99 percent of it is on a group chat with me, him, and Casey. <laughs> yes. And and yes. and 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 we, when Casey and I don't care that Donald's not fucking chiming in, we'll just go down a wormhole about White Lotus. But and about other shit too. Did you guys just go down wormhole after, wormhole after wormhole? Everything. And then Donald just won't participate. And then <laughs> occasionally he'll put like a heart emoji. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> but then when I really, but then when I'm really like, all right, I'm not going to bother Donald right now. And I all I want to talk about is like a TV show that I know Casey and I are watching. Then we switch to just us, and we talk you guys about have Val. Lot, yeah, We talk you, about White Lotus season two, and our and and I send her like. Like people go off on these long essays and conspiracies about what's happening, and it's so good. Wait, so is this? I thought this was the one with uh, Cannavale and uh, Regina Hall, and no, thought, no, 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 that's You're not mixing, White Lotus. No, that's a different mm-hmm. show. But Jennifer Coolidge is in that one too, right? I think she Maybe might be. Joelle? Yeah, she might be. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge is having quite a moment, and I'm happy for her. Yeah, She's she so is. funny. She rips. Amazing. But anyway, the only yeah, the only um, the only. It's about a. It's about you know. Season two is about a different. It's like the White Lotus Hotel is a is a very you know fancy resort hotel. 
the first season took place at one hotel. And in, in season two, you follow Jennifer Coolidge's character. She goes to a different one and, and another story well, happens. What's so important about the White Lotus Hotel? Um, it's just a fan, you know, think of it like Ritz carlton It's like a very expensive it's luxury the fuck, resort. You guys are watching The Love Boat. I just want you to know that. No. It's not the love boat. It's not bro. the love boat. <laughs> it's written by Mike White. He's a he's a national treasure. He's a genius writer, and uh, I, I really highly recommend it to people. It's a How little bit of a slow Plaza burn. You gotta, you gotta have patience. Two? What? How's Aubrey Plaza in season two? Aubrey Plaza is Casey one of the stars. Casey loves of Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza is so talented and so funny. Yeah. Uh, Michael Imperioli, my buddy, is in yeah. this season, and he's incredible. All the actors are great. The actors across the board. It takes place in Italy, so some of the cast is Italian. And nice. by the way, it makes you want to go. It takes place in uh, Sicily. Ooh. And every shot, you're like, I got to go to Sicily. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Donald, you were thinking of The Watcher. That's a Netflix show. And yes, it has Jennifer Coolidge as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the one with um, that's um, Bobby Kidman, right? No, it's no, not that's Nicole Bobby Cannavale. It's Cannavale and um, <laughs> Naomi Watts. Na- Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts. Isn't Nicole Kidman? Uh, you got Australia right. You got Australia right. Think Naomi so. Watts. Yeah, no, Mia Farrow, Margot Martindale. Naomi Watts. What's the one with? What's the one with? Uh, with Nicole Kidman. Are you she's thinking like the of guru? That's, and- that's oh. That's a different one with Bobby Cannavale mm-hmm. and, and Regina, that, Regina Hall, and that's Jennifer one Coolidge. where um, she's like a guru. Jen Coolidge is in that one too, and they go on a retreat. Damn, is she really? Yeah, she is. What, are there like five actors working right now? Yes, <laughs> she also got a campaign. I saw for her. She's like, she's like having a moment. Let's get back to this television show, Scrubs. Donald Faison, great show, great. So also, show. Kelso reveals that. Uh, that he's signed Sacred Heart up for a doctor rating website called rateyourdoc.org. <laughs> and I learned on Scrubs Wiki that they actually made this website, the, the writers or, or Disney TV. And I, I looked for it. It's not still up anymore. But at the time, they made it a real website. And then I started realizing that this episode is sort of Bill's uh, reaction to the beginning of like negative comments about things on the internet and... Yep. And oh. trolling and be and and being me judged. saying that's what I'm talking about was exactly. actually something I said on the show all the time as a well you still say ad lib right I say it fuck I say it on the on this all the time oh. as well right yeah. that's what I'm talking we had a fucking the, the the sound machine that's what I'm talking about that that that's what I'm talking about yeah. <laughs> right I said that all the time. And right. people did not like it. Sort of like well, when no, we no, first- no. But when you say people, I just want to be careful about how you, you the semantics you use. When you say people did not that's like, that's right. It, there, Everybody there takes are, shit. There are there are tens of millions of people watching Scrubs at the time, and you're like, people did not like it, and that probably meant like maybe two people wrote a comment. <laughs> right. That's exactly what it means. that's exactly what it means. Although I will say this: when the Fortnite shit went down, it wasn't just two people. It was way more than that. It was like wanna, every 12-year-old boy on the planet. I want to read you something. Can I read you something? Yeah, sure. Would anyone mind if we had a brief story time? You guys I'm really like excited this. about this. Yeah, like same. Breaking out a book. Let me tell you. Um, this is an amazing book I recommend to everyone listening. It's called Tools of Titans by Ooh. Tim Ferriss. And Tim Ferriss is a very smart man, and he uh, he basically interviews some of the greatest minds in everything. It's it's very easy to read, perfect for next year toilet because it's just interviews. It's like question answer question answer, all over the spectrum of of talented people. But this is something I read that he wrote that I, about about getting comments and feedback uh, um, on the internet that I thought was helpful. It says ten percent of people will find a way to take anything personally. 
Expect it and treat it as math. Particularly as you build an audience, this 10% can turn into a big number. Mentally prepare yourself before publishing anything. Oh, I have a thousand readers now. That means 100 are going to respond like assholes. Not because I'm bad, not because they're bad, because that's how the math works. If you anticipate it, it will throw you off less. On top of that, I assume that 1% of my fans are completely batshit crazy. <laughs> Just like the general population, which helps me handle the far scarier stuff. <laughs> if you wrongly assume that everyone is going to respond with smiles and high fives, you're going to get slapped. You'll respond impulsively and you'll triple the damage. Wow. Some wise words right there. That is Love wise that. words because you know what? At one point in my life, I think I, I think at one point in everybody's life, they thought, you know, when I put this out, everybody's gonna love it. And right. then when the response, and then when the response wasn't that, it changes you. Right, it, but this episode, I think, you. is I, I saw as Bill's kind of working in his initial reactions to the internet. I think this was 2007, I believe, uh, Joelle. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's right. And yeah, well, so, yeah, well, so this was Bill's, I think this was Bill digesting negative feedback from the internet for the first time and weaving the concept into an episode. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Cox being bald and then having hair, that was all something that happened on the show. Yes, because, yes, there was a comment. Um, uh, Johnny C., what was the reason he was bald again? I forgot. Maybe it was for another part, or maybe he just did it randomly. I don't but know. then all he... of a sudden he had hair again, and, and and that was in Scrubs Wiki, too. Let me see that. It says, uh, Dr. Cox mentions a comment on RateYourDoc.org saying, what's up with Dr. Cox's hair? One week he's <laughs> bald, the next he looks like Shirley Temple, signed Michelle M. This is a, a fan in joke mocking Dr. Cox's temporary baldness in My Night to Remember and the fans' reaction to it. And if I'm not mistaken, um, one of the one of the biggest thorns in Bill's side was a Michelle M, I think, who would who was constantly wow. uh, who was constantly trolling Bill. <laughs> That's funny. A little direct I think, response. I think they yeah, gave Michelle M a, sh- uh, a shout out. That's you know, funny. you know, I always forget. What the haters are gonna do? And so you think Taylor Taylor Swift Swift always fucking reminds me. What are they gonna do, Taylor? They're gonna hate, hate. Everyone's posting their Spotify thing, and I'm I'm afraid to post mine because I'm sure it's mostly Taylor Swift. (laughs) Everyone's. I'm not gonna lie, man. That shit grew on me. Hey, (laughs) I told you, it's so good. I'm the problem. problem, It's me. me. Hey, time. Everybody agrees. That shit is fire, dude. Is I sound ass. like an asshole right now, There's but all, it is fire. No, dude. you don't sound like an asshole because everyone's posting their Spotify things and they're showing all these cool bands that they're listening to. And and I'm like, damn, I don't think I could post mine. Mine would be like all Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. Post your Taylor, dude. Post your mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. That album is fire. Do you know that they? she shut down... Um, Ticketmaster because... She didn't they, shut down Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster fucked I know. Up. I'm just saying like... It's pretty just amazing. Uh, um, she had a stadium tour planned, and they they let, they let like a they let like a million people in the verified fan line, and there was so much demand that it like it broke the system. Yes. Yeah. And then now people who have tickets are selling tickets. For I like know. I know. I know someone who got one. I know someone who got dude. dude. I know someone who got more a ticket. than that. I know someone who got a ticket because they were in the line for eight hours in the virtual line for eight hours. And 
And she said that her, her, not even a good seat, but just in the fucking stadium. She said her area is selling for ten thousand dollars a ticket right now. Jeez! Wow. She said, "But I'm not selling hey, that shit." It's me. <laughs> I'm the problem. Yo, we it's gotta go. Me. We're gonna At, go. How the fuck are we go? I'm not spending We're, that type of money. You no, gotta be on your bro, motherfucking no, mind, bro. Sorry, sorry. Listen, between <laughs> iHeart. And between iHeart and and CAA, we're gonna find a way to get our iHeart's gonna be trip. like that's gonna be half the budget of the show, guys. Stop it! <laughs> you know I you know what iHeart will do? They'll, they'll say yes, and then all of a sudden we'll get charged back like forty thousand right. yeah. dollars. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? What is this? The Taylor tickets. Remember the Taylor tickets? We're going. We're going. When is the LA? When are the LA shows? August, uh, Joel? We're going. August third through fifth. All right, we're doing a field oh, wow. trip. We're doing a field trip. I'm declaring. Not like I right waited now. in line for three hours to not get tickets. <laughs> Did you, Did you wait not in line get for tickets? three hours and not Correct. get tickets? Correct. Correct. Well, for I want you to know. Shows. Listen, if this you would have got guys... tickets, would you have sold them if they were like one fifty? Hell no! I'm trying to go. Oh, you guys, yeah. you guys, I'm here. I'm going to declare it right now. I'm put. I'm putting it into the ether. I will pull whatever strings I have. This is an fo- expensive string, buddy. No, I'm not going to spend ten thousand dollars ticket. But Joel, <laughs> Daniel, Donald, um, and we'll probably have to invite Casey. Um, we're gonna go. Awesome. We're gonna go to Taylor's concert. Okay, whiteboarding it. it. Okay, let me happen. ask you a question: Are we getting yeah. on stage with Taylor? I don't. I don't have that kind of power. <laughs> <laughs> I know Taylor. Most, I know be, Taylor, listen, but I, 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 I don't think she's gonna invite us. Have on you stage. ever been on a stage with somebody? Performing? Yes, Josh Radin. <laughs> Taylor other than jo- other than Josh Radin. Um. No, I think the only time I've ever been on stage with a band performing and like they called me out. Oh, wait, once. Did I tell you the story? No. Uh, that, I told you the Howard Stern birthday party. Aerosmith was performing. Okay. What? This is a new story. And um, I could show you the, the still I have on my phone. It's hilarious. And Steven Tyler's like, come on up on stage. And he starts, because um, it was like the big finale at Howard Stern's birthday party. This was so many years ago. But and he goes, come up on stage. And Slash is, is I think it was Slash. It wasn't uh, the full uh, Aerosmith band. It was like a, it was like a, you know, master group. What, what do you call those? Super group? Sure. Super group. But it was, I remember that it was Steven Tyler and Slash, at least. And nice. Steven Tyler's calling people out in the audience, like, come on up stage, Robert Downey Jr. Come on up on stage, Zach Braff. And it's every, naming all the celebrities come up on stage. Well, I was the only dude who fucking ran up there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> 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 So I'll show you a picture, you guys. It's yes. literally, it's literally Steven Tyler slash me, Howard Stern, and Robin. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. I love it. That's amazing. What a memory. Yo, the, but the rush that you feel. Let me see if it's in my favorites at, so I could easily find it for you guys. The rush that you feel when you look out into the audience is phenomenal. All right, so. When I was younger, I was in this group, not a group, but like this, it was like a youth organization called City Kids. It was a, you know, a, a non-for-profit organization where they gave young people a voice and we did a bunch of shows and through art and stuff like that, through the arts and stuff like that, right? Okay. And we got to go on, we got to do shows with like big time celebrities and stuff like that. And we got invited to be, go and do a Madison Square Garden date with Gloria Estefan. And Whoa. all we had to do was go out on stage with Gloria Estefan and sing Coming Out of the Dark. 
when that song comes when that song came out like you know this was her comeback shit mm-hmm. yeah so we did this at the garden two nights in a row and let me tell you something the energy that you feel when you walk on the stage and these motherfuckers is yelling for you they don't even know who you are and you can ah! <laughs> that feeling that rush I get why all these motherfuckers be up on stage. Oh my god! I get no why I get why high. they put their hands out in the you know to the side <laughs> like I can't imagine a higher high. Let me forget any venue, but let's just for the sake of the extreme, go to the stadium version of this. I've seen Coldplay a few times. They got they they build a giant bridge that goes all the way the length of the whole field area, and Chris Martin singing fix you and just as like the beat kicks in starts sprinting down the bridge jumps into the air as full pyro comes out of the top of the stadium and i'm like is there a more fucking powerful thing than a stadium full of people singing your song and you're playing magician in front of them too you know what i mean you're playing pyro fire (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i just can't imagine there's an art form where you like where you where you there's a higher i mean that's why everybody wants to be a rock star right or or a music musical star you know Cause you get that freaking that rush, man. That shit is real, man. Like I get the addiction. And it's to spiritual. That. It's spiritual. And people, people, their favorite artists when they go see their favorite artists, that's mm-hmm. church. Their 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 whole soul is connected to it. You know, people are crying. Mm. People are laughing. People are just. It's 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 the 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 performer is godlike. Yeah, and you know who's really always touched is the youth. The youth are the ones that are always crying and shit. Because you never see nobody crying like at a Backstreet concert or like at a (laughs) like at an NSYNC concert or at like a freaking. No, you'd see young girls crying at the NSYNC concert. That's what I'm saying. You don't never see nobody crying like that. Like that's the cry. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, look at the Beatles. Remember those women? Those people windows passing out. They had to stop performing because it like wasn't safe. Right. (laughs) What happened? Shirley died last night at the Beatles concert. Well, you know the Beatles like literally were like, we can't tour. It's just not. It's just not logistically. How did she die? Excitement. She died from excitement. Yeah. She had love in her heart and it killed her. Like that's. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So listen. Um. Elliot's patient Shannon has ALS and it's deteriorating quickly. She can't move her legs anymore. She's um she's now really... I don't remember this patient. I thought this was gonna be the patient that was too skinny, but it's not. This is somebody else. I don't remember yeah, this patient. She must so this have is been like there. some patient that she came must out have of come back. I don't remember. It it feels like we're treating her like she's been on before, so I guess she's back. Okay. She had a funeral for herself. Um uh, to uh, invite people so she could be present for her her funeral, although she didn't get in the casket. And JD says something about a vampire that I forgot. Right? Yeah, she, he was like, "Did you get in the casket?" And she was like, "Yeah." And, and then no, she LA said no. Like, okay. And then LA, the yeah, and then JD's like, they were like, "Who would do that?" And Ellie, and then JD's like, "A vampire." Like, I don't know. Vampire. Man. It was, some, it was <laughs> something like only a vampire would. <laughs> Who would do that? A vampire, something like that. Yeah, some <laughs> we know that JD likes vampires. So Dr. the uh, the, the stats from the um, the uh, competition come out on rateyourdoc.org, rate and JD is finally number one. He's won something. He's the number one doctor. Well, this at the is hospital. yeah. This is what we find out. All of this shit that that Cox and Turk are doing are for our website, and you find out that the whole hospital's kind of up on this. 
So the Todd's on a different website than everybody else. I think which we like, assume is rateyourcock.com or right, rate your cock or rate your rate your dick. He well, said, oh, I think cock. Don't you think that dick. cock is a? Don't you think cock is the more obvious mistake that he's on than dick? I mean, is the D close to the C on the? T- well, it's just that it rhymes. It's right, <laughs> it's right rate. above it. It's right above it. It's what right above it. Are you looking at your keyboard? I am. <laughs> I am. I am looking um, at my keyboard. <laughs> okay, so everyone's competing, and um, J, uh, Cox and uh, Turk, who are the most competitive mofo's, um, don't they not they don't they can't handle it. They can't. It's so too they're going to they're going to sabotage JD. It's too much for JD to be number one at anything because JD doesn't compete at anything. That's but the he. Thing. But you know what I like about this? You do learn. You know, you see JD being so silly. You know he's a good doctor. You assume he's a good doctor. But this is the first time you actually see that, like, no, his patients love this guy more than any other doctor in the hospital, which I thought was a nice moment because there's so much of JD being a goofball. And we, we infer that he's a good doctor because he's so, he's so passionate and he's so emotional and so connected. But this was kind of like, oh, the entire patient population who participated in this picked him as number one. Yes. And, and, he, that's and a, he does a dance. You like the little dance I do? My number one doctor dance? No. You didn't like that? No. That shit was fire. Yeah. And then I go in, and then I go to my cell phone. Call. Call mommy. mom. I, no, mommy. <laughs> mommy. And he goes, I have to make a, he goes, I have to make a quick call. Call. Mom. And then I kind of whisper. I go, call loudly. And then I go, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like calling your mom and telling her you were number one, though. It's great. Of course. Amazing call. I yeah. love calling my mom and telling her good news. That's oh, yeah. always the best. Mom, I got Truly. the part. Yeah, mom, I got mm-hmm. the part. Mom, are you sitting down? Yeah. I always do yeah. that shit like out of the movies. Mom, are you sitting down? <laughs> 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 All right, so JD, um, so well, sorry. So Shannon, we learned, um, it seems, tried to overdose. It didn't, and, she, um, didn't, it did, she tried. She used the wrong medication. And <clears throat> Elliot says... You got to be before careful Elliot, with this. Be, yes, before Elliot realizes, <clears throat> excuse me, that she was trying to overdose, she says, you know, if you'd taken Y medicine instead of X medicine, you could have really, you know, hurt you yourself. yourself. Yeah, and then and 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 she says, I'm going to have to tell Gail, who's her her nurse that's watching over her, that you did this to watch out for you. And then we see Gail flying. Um, <laughs> JD is helping it look like Gail is flying. Well, with a because fan. Shannon doesn't <laughs> want to stay with Gail. Here's the thing, she likes her. <laughs> But she's just a little too much. Right. And Elliot's like, what? And then she points to the door and Gail is flying. Yes. In a very wind. funny manner. Gail's wind, silly wind. like JD. And, and Elliot's like, what the, how, how is she, how is the wind, how is she able to do the hair and the cape flapping? And, the, and no, and the, and, the, and the scarf. Right. And the scarf <laughs> flapping. And we cut to JD with a fan, and he's like, I'm next. I get to go next. <laughs> I get to go next. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's, uh, she's silly like JD. Right. Okay, then we so cut. Does that mean she's a great doctor or a great caretaker also? Because people, well, we loved, do, we, people we don't seem know. to love JD. We don't know. We just know that she's silly like JD. And, um, and, and I think it's safe to say that, that Shannon isn't in the mood for anybody silly. Shannon wants to be left alone and, and end her life. And she's stuck with this silly, fun nurse. The janitor is wearing Argyle because he's going all in on convincing lady, lady that he's normal. Yes. 
And that's and, what this, yeah. And that's what ahead. this whole episode boils down to. Like, what is normal? What is, is it normal to, is it normal to say this? I want to take control of my life and end it now. Who's to say that I can't do that? Is it normal to, you know, is who I am, who I project in front of you guys, in front of everyone? Is that all right? To, is it all right for me to be that person? Or yes, you know, that is the I, theme. That is the theme. And 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 um, and and also in the spirit of them getting trolled and getting commented on as doctors for the first time. Again, this being like an early commentary for for Bill and the writers of like getting online critique, like. Oh, I, you know what is the best version of myself? Am I supposed to am I supposed to do what what I want to do as the creator, or am I supposed to take the critique from the internet and change the show? The and, and, and of the show I, I, I find it hilarious. I'm Bill, quote being Bill, quote unquote. Uh, I I Bill find it hilarious when Donald says uh, that's what I'm talking about. Are you are you telling me that I'm am I supposed to change and be something do something that I don't think is funny as the comedy writer because of your comments? I just thought you know it's all of that. It's all those layers of wrestling with like do I be me or do I or I be something that you want me to be? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I do know what you're saying. This is a very powerful episode. Not necessarily my favorite episode as far no, as No, and it wasn't goes. the funniest. It wasn't the funniest. But, but a but, lot of but great it, messages in this show and a lot of what we're dealing with today. In well, and it's very timely, too, because I imagine in 2007 when this came out, it was like, you know, this was the new, this was the new phase of the, of the internet. I mean, I'm not sure. What year did Twitter come out? Um, Twitter comes later. out in 09. Not that much later. Well, uh, I mean, Two years later from 2007, at, well, at least yeah, when but it was happening on MySpace yeah. and Facebook and still, I mean, already, but then Twitter came and fucking nuclear bombed the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> that was the, that was the weapon. That was the one. Anyway, do we have any predictions about whether Twitter is going to last? Daniel, you're our tech expert. Oh, gee. Um, yeah. I mean, like, I think Twitter will just become a less and less safe place in terms of your privacy, your data, and stuff like that. So I would suggest maybe not DMing anyone private information anymore. Right. Uh, I, it would have to lose a lot of money for them to straight up switch off the servers and turn. Right. Twitter but here's my question, off. Daniel. If yeah. My question is this: um, uh, Explain it like I'm five. Um, sure. Isn't the only revenue ad revenue, other than the eight dollar uh, for a verified check thing now? But isn't the only money ad revenue? Yeah, kind of. I think so. Yeah. So if the, so, if the language begins to become too offensive, won't yeah. all advertisers split? And then, it and then, did. how did? And then, how does it survive? Is my question. Do you know what? I think that's a great question. I think I think if push comes to shove and moderation goes in a certain way, where they're just kind of allowing whatever the platform spirals, people are spreading more and more hate speech. It will become a less and less, you know. Uh, appealing place to advertise, and if those who's going to advertise on there, other than the my pillow guy, <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, you know it's there's a lot it's, of there's it's a lot of really, hate on the website already. Yeah, I was about to say it's really interesting. Yeah, I was about to say that's exactly right. There's a lot of hate on the website, and that hasn't stopped people from advertising on other websites. You know what I mean? No, I'm like, just saying that, like, if it continues down, I'm just asking the question. I have no answers. I'm just saying sure. if it continues down a a, 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 a you know. Anybody can say whatever the hell they want. Those are the new then rules. Then it becomes normal. If it continues like this, it's going to become normal. I'm just then, wondering then, if I'm just wondering if you know Chevrolet is going to pay for an ad next to that. I just don't know. They might if not. If it's normal, if it's normalized, yeah. And that's what probably it seems- not though, Donald, because it's becoming a contentious space, yeah. not just for users, but like right now they're in a feud with like Apple, bizarrely. Um, 
And so I think we'll we'll see continue to see a rollback of advertisers. Many websites operate at a loss. I really think we might be seeing the birth of the new 8chan if things continue in this seems, direction. What do you say? I don't know what 8chan is. It's like, do you know what 4chan is? No. Okay. It's like a it's like Reddit, but for horrible people. It just seems like there's so much hate speech going on right now. And it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. really starting to boil over. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And 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 people with influence are spewing hate speech more and more now. And it's yeah. it's it's uh, and and to have a platform like Twitter that's like you know what it's free speech though. But we've already seen a decline in usership. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's already Twitter's most active users. I think they said there's like a ten percent decline Mm -hmm. and that was just like as elon was approaching purchasing the site like right after he did excuse me so um and you know with the rise of like hive which is a social website that operates pretty similarly to twitter with some uh instagram applications Mm -hmm. uh as those continue to improve and become more user friendly i think we'll continue to see an exodus from twitter i don't think it's going to go back to what it was. I think we're going to see a slow exodus from that. Wasn't it like, it was already a failing website anyway, when he bought it, wasn't it already like the financially it was not stable, but most of these websites work at a loss anyway. It wasn't, but it, but it, but it had, but it was making advertising money Mm -hmm. because you had however many thousands of people, at least moderating the worst stuff off. Right. And now in theory, but a, a robot can't do that. Right. You need a human being ultimately you need so a didn't moderation. He, did, didn't he have like thousands of moderation people that that have a lot largely been let go? Or am I wrong? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, so if there's not robots. a human, if there's not a human being that's eventually moderating the speech a bit, it's 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 not going to be a place where a corporation is going to want to put their ad. I, I'm yeah. guessing. I don't yeah, know. You're right. Speaking but, of robots, dude, is it L.A. Is it L.A. County that's doing this shit? It's some ca- robots going in. To unarm motherfuckers and it's just a bomb? This shit is oh, real, yeah. dude. San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco. What the fuck, man? You know what's going to happen. This is how it goes down. They're going to start. This is not. So it's a remote control robot. Right. No, it has a machine gun on it. It's not a bomb, right? No, it's a fucking they, bomb, dude. That's the funny thing. They were when like, the we're not going to put. They Sorry, said, we're not putting guns on robots. We're putting disarming explosives on robots. Oh. They were like. <laughs> What? Perfect. There it That's is. Better? Perfect. Wow. <laughs> so wait, the robot goes somebody in. Somebody be like, I don't want to do the remote control anymore. Can another robot do the shit for me? Wait, is it? Then the I other robot starts the doing robot it. Robot goes in. It develops consciousness. <laughs> yep. Skynet is introduced. T2. It creates more robots. <laughs> Terminator. It's yeah. funny, but it's terrifying. <laughs> Wait a second. The robot goes in and just drops off a bomb and then leaves. The robot explodes. You, you, it explodes. No, okay, you wouldn't kill no. the robot. The, the no, robot's you know, probably expensive. The robot's not alive. But the robot's not alive. No, but, but the robot I imagine is a very expensive robot. Yes, the explosion isn't going to kill the metal robot. Look, this is the warfare. Let the motherfucker's going to sit there and be like, they'll be sitting there blasting the robot with an AK. The shit's not. The robot just continues to creep closer and closer robot. and closer. It's like Wally, but bulletproof. Wally, right? It gets closer and closer, and then when it gets really close, it goes boom and fucking kills the person shooting All right, the AK. Daniel. Daniel, can you please explain what it really is? 
I can't I can't exactly say that Donald is wrong because I don't know exactly, <laughs> but I will say something tells me that it's gonna be more along the lines of a robot throwing a flashbang or some sort of disarming or <laughs> device that be hilarious. Like, a robot taking its robot arm and just freaking grabbing the flashbang. They just want to remove people from the field and they're going to be like, yeah, let's just throw some robots well, in there. Listen, to like, it's better than that. You know, those robot dogs people. that are so incredibly, um, yeah, agile. From Boston dynamics. Yeah. Yes. It's better than putting a machine gun on those things. That's yeah. bad. That would be bad. Dude, news. you know, it would be so literally an episode it's, of black mirror. This is yeah. all yeah, coming, literally. man. We're on the verge of it. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Everybody likes oh, a little ass exactly. play, dude. Hey listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval to Apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacoba's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacobas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. The Free Watch Show. 
Fuck your sound effects machine. All right, here we are. <laughs> We're talking about the television show Scrubs. It was on TV in the in the aughts. It was one of my favorite shows in the aughts. Yes, it was watched. one of mine too. I never watched it, but it was one of my favorite shows. Yeah, Donald's never <laughs> really seen an episode until now. Until now. Until now. Um, Kelso reveals that Enid thinks it's too snowy to go outside because he sprays <laughs> the windows with shaving cream. Yes, he's a horrible because man. Because her wheelchair is digging up the backyard. He is a horrible man. <laughs> he's the devil. Now, doesn't she have dementia, though? Like She's got everything. Enid's not in a good place, and uh, she thinks she it's hasn't too been snowy. in a good place for a really long time, Zach. <laughs> well, put it this way: she she th- she she sees shaving cream on the windows and believes it's too snowy to go outside. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, we also so- learned that Todd has created a website called the. And he, Todd wait, hold on. Let's go back. Let's go back. And he leaves her at home. Yeah, by herself. I think she has a, a, a. She has a helper. She, she does. Helper. Yeah, we, yeah. The, the helper's been referenced. I think okay. Kelso's probably slept with her. Yeah. The ToddTime.com is introduced. I don't know if that's still up. Will you check, guys? The Todd Time. No. The other one wasn't, but I'll check. For yeah, time. the other one I looked up wasn't, but Todd Time might be. It's a dirty site. Oh, so I'm doing this on my work computer. Yeah. Right here know. we go. No, it was know. made by. It is down. It is oh, down. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We need Trevor to respond. You almost dirtied your that. computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, all right. So they sabotage JD's rating. Okay. Now the janitor decides that he is going to come clean. He's- oh, gosh. This is the saddest scene ever in the history of Scrubs, man. <laughs> it starts off all right. It starts off good. It starts off, I'm like, oh, thank goodness. And then he goes straight up fucking flat earther. Like he's just like I believe that the sun is the the moon is the other side of the sun. Right. Like he's he says, like he, he goes, says I stuff animals with other animals. A badger will hold five squirrels. A squirrel, a squirrel will hold most of a cat. <laughs> he says I believe the moon is the other side of the sun. Like yeah. dude, he goes he goes there. <laughs> he goes. Well, there. listen, and and meanwhile, Carla's in the background being like you know giving him the stop sign. Like you're gonna ruin everything. Um, you have to dole out your crazy in little bursts. Do you doses. believe that? Hold on, time out. Do you guys all believe that? Yes. Okay, so. You don't go on date one and tell your date um, your weirdest eccentricities. Because you want date two, right? That's the only reason why. <laughs> I mean, in right? theory. In That's theory. the only reason why, though, right? Yeah. Like. You're not going to go on a first date things, and be like, so everybody likes you, a little ass play. <laughs> no, yeah, you are. Yes, you are. Oh yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Because, listen, if somebody like, says, hey, can I have a glass of uh, Pinot Noir? Uh, listen, Susie. Whether it be taking a poop, whether it be a finger, whether it be a tongue, whether it, you know, everybody likes a little ass play. She'd be gone. She'd be <laughs> no, like, she wouldn't. nice meeting you. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. No, she wouldn't. I wouldn't be gone. <laughs> I wouldn't be gone. Uh, I'm, 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 you're right. I know. All right, wait. Anyway, in theory, in dating theory, you uh, you don't want to reveal. On my first date with Casey, if Casey said, "Listen, everybody likes a little ass play, whether it be a finger, a tongue," <laughs> I'd be like, "Go on." All right, well, that's not <laughs> that reference isn't maybe good for you, but I'm sure there's something, an eccentricity of Casey's, or something in her past, or something she could tell you. That on date one, you'd be a little like, whoa. Whereas on date 10, you'd be like, oh, okay. I don't care. No. Mm. No. 
All right, Joel, listen, Daniel, do you want listen, to weigh in on this? If it, if it took till date 10 for that shit to come out, then we got a problem, bro. We got a problem. If, I'm, I need to talk into the mic. I'm talking away from the mic. If it took from date 10 for that shit to come out, then we got a problem, bro. A straight up problem. I once uh, went on a few dates with a, a, a woman, and she was amazing, and we were getting along great. And um, and she was roughly, I would say, five, six. And... um. And then we ended up making out a little bit, and she took her boots off. Uh-oh. And when she st- stood up, she was definitely under under five. <laughs> 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 Which is fine. No, I mean, not to say I couldn't fall for a woman under five feet, but I was definitely taken aback, and she clearly was hiding this from me. Got yeah. It. Yes. I can't tell a lot. Like, I have, like, Thank you, have the thing where I'm just like, like whatever is in here is coming out of my mouth. And sure. so I don't have the opportunity to slowly pace myself. I don't right. know how. I'm Look, suddenly it, I'm like, and this crazy thing. It's all or nothing, yo. This is if it's gonna be a relationship, it has to be all or nothing. You can't just be on some I'm a serial killer and I'm not gonna tell you until I kill you shit. Like that's <laughs> not right. that's all not right. Well, that's one extreme. That's a pretty extreme. It might be extreme, but that's, I mean, look, the janitor's borderline, dude. The motherfucker stuffs a badger with squirrels. Come on. Five squirrels. Five squirrels fit in the badger. (laughs) That ain't serial killer conversation. I don't know what the fuck is, dude. Well, he tries tries to take Carla's advice, and, uh, and on their next date, they're watching TV, and he pulls out one of his stuffed creatures. And, and he goes, she's like, that's disgusting. And he's like, look what I found. And he's like, oh, my God, it's disgusting. Get that out of here. And he's like, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> I think, I, I I've think, never felt bad for janitor before. <laughs> I, think, I, think ladies, I think ladies fronting too, though. I think ladies just like janitor in the end of, at the end of the day. Well, spoiler alert, we know that they end up together in love. So he apparently doling out the, his, his crazy in small doses works, works for him. Mm-hmm. Carla, Carla really was well, a good wing woman. That's that's what he took it literally. <laughs> he tro- he tried to show her. I'm not going to take out the big stuffed yeah. animal. Yeah. I'll take the out platypus. a little tiny one. Yeah, I'll take out a little tiny one. To yeah. freaking, so I don't. Well, freak and, he, her out. and first of all, he also doesn't tell her that it's stuffed with other animals. He right. just takes it out. <laughs> like I found this taxidermied cute thing. Right. And, and she's, she's like, gross. Like, and he's like, yeah, I yeah, think so too. I'm going to put it back in my backpack. <laughs> Anyway. All right. I, so um, in college, JD reveals that we shared a toothbrush. I did yeah. not know that. That and was Turk very didn't funny. didn't know that. I was not and aware And then there's of that. this very, uh, the rare fantasy within a fantasy. Right. About the <laughs> now unicorn. That was what, right. So, okay. So, look. The fantasy is Turk apologizing and saying, is there anything I can do to make this up? Right. And JD says, thinks there is. And first, it's a unicorn. Right, JD, JD loves unicorns, and Turk has found a unicorn. Turns out the unicorn's not real in JD's fantasy. It, it's two, bo- it's two. I think they twins. Are they twins? They were, anyway, there was two young men no. in the in the suit, and he pulls the head off accidentally. Right, right. Trying to give the then unicorn he's love, like, and then <laughs> Turk says, "In the fantasy, Turk says, is yes. there anything I can do to make this up to you?'" Right. He goes into another fantasy. Yes, a fantasy within a fantasy. <laughs> with a freaking unicorn again. A real but this unicorn. this time it's a fake horn. Yes. <laughs> and unicorns aren't real. I'm sorry, JD. That's just how it is. Right. Well, JD uh, is very upset. I remember shooting that. And um, that, that, that 
horn was barely would, would barely stay on that horse's head. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to, you know, obviously, you know, do it very ethically. So you're not going to like use glue. I just oh, remember that that oh, horn okay. would, wouldn't stay on that damn thing. Yeah. I remember that day. I think I have a picture of that day. Yeah, that was a funny day. We had a unicorn. I thought every day you go to work and there's a unicorn. <laughs> I love the very rare uh, Scrubs fantasy within a fantasy. It doesn't happen too much. Do you remember? I, I remember my first fantasy within a fantasy moment, and that was American Werewolf in London. Do you remember American Werewolf in London? Where he's well, in I've never hot... seen it. What? I know it's a classic, but I've never seen it. I don't know if it holds up. It's been a long time since I've seen it. So then um, JD and, uh, says, the only way you can make it up to me is if we go play basketball, and every time I make a shot, you yell white lightning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a great Jump Little Children song plays that I really like. Jump Little Children that is That shit band. was dope. Whatever song that was at the end of the show mm -hmm. was amazing. That's Jump Little Children. I want you guys to all listen to them. They're, they're a yeah, very, underrated, very underrated band. But uh, the song is called B13, B-13 by Jump Little Children. I really like that band a lot. I, this was clearly my idea because I didn't know anyone else was listening to Jump Little Children. Yes, Dan. Can we play it right here? Yes, Dan will play 30 seconds of it right here. There is a place for me So now we get into the now we get the into Gale the Gale thing. Yeah. All right. Now, so Elliot makes a decision that I mean, obviously a very controversial decision. Do you think she's haunted by this for the rest of her career? Well, JD though? warns her that if you don't warn Gale to look out for this woman taking her own life, it's going to haunt you for the rest of your life. And we assume that JD's gotten through to Elliot, but I got goosebumps. Um, like because crazy. we know JD's haunted, we know JD's followed around by, by his past experiences. We've seen it in the show. But look, I'm getting them. I'm getting goosebumps on my arm as I remember it. That's how that's how um, moving this moment was. That Elliot makes a choice not to to warn Gail, um, and and allow her her friend patient <laughs> to make her own decision about the end of her life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought it was very powerful. It's a really beautiful I, sacrifice. It like, is, but I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna. I think it's gonna be something that she thinks about, though, for the rest of her life, though. Sure. And yeah. and, and that is part of the sacrifice, also. Part of the mm -hmm. sacrifice is okay. I'm gonna deal with this forever, but but keep in mind, this was 2007. So now a, a, a more likely scenario would be let's let's take you to one of those states where you can right. do this legally mm -hmm. and ethically, you know, as yeah. I'm sure many people do. Um, this was, this was, this is a way of doing it before that change begun. It's very, it's a very, it's a very, in my opinion, very controversial uh, moment for Elliot, especially someone who is, who tries very hard not to be controversial and is always trying to do what her parents want or do yeah. 
what she thinks the status quo is, you know what I mean? Mm. Or do what her politics says is the right thing mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. And this is a moment where she throws all of that aside and just says, what would I do? Like, this is what I'm, this is the theme of this show. Do you want me to be me? Or do yeah. you want me to be what fucking I put in front of everybody? Right. Well said. Well, it ended up being a very uh, powerful moment for me. I thought the episode was just okay, but at the end, I, I, I really thought that was powerfully well told with the song, the Jump Little Children song, and Elliot uh, not saying anything to Gail. I thought that was really good. And then you yelling white lightning and me yelling white lightning. <laughs> yeah, all of that. That was definitely all very... There you go. All right, Joelle, do you have um, some submissions? We, we, yeah, I've never laughed harder. I've been laughing. I've been, I've been laughing, laughing for two weeks. Zach and Donald are gay and switched at birth. That dude yeah. had me rolling. Whatever yeah. the freaking thing. <laughs> well, very funny, by the way. Oh, yeah, Daniel, I need that mm-hmm. soundbite for the machine. I got it for you. I got it for you. Um, that guy was very funny. He made me laugh. And um, I, wait, I wanted to say one other thing. Um, oh, I wanted to give Clutes uh, a shout out, um, guys, because I think when this airs, it, it will have already aired because Amanda Clutes, our friend, um, has her uh, her very own Christmas movie called oh. Fit for Christmas that's going to be on CBS uh, Sunday night after football. This will air Tuesday, which means it's already aired, which, but you can find it on Paramount+. Plus. Nice. Fit for awesome. Christmas. Um, Amanda um, Clutes, our friend, she pitched... You know, she loves these sort of hallmarky, you know, romantic Christmas movies that a, that a lot of um, people like, obviously, because they make so many of them. Well, this ain't and on Hallmark. This is on CBS, bro. I know. I'm saying that she likes that that oeuvre, and mm. she pitched her – she had her own idea, and she pitched it to CBS, and they bought it, and she co-wrote it with another woman, and she stars in it. I believe it's her lead in anything debut. I mean, she's Amazing. the star of it. Let's go. And um, it's on. I uh, so I, if you, by the time you're hearing this, it will have aired on on TV. But you can find it on Paramount Plus. Our buddy Amanda Clutes, fit for Christmas. There's her her shout out because we love Amanda. All right, Ooh. Amanda. Hey, Amanda, you and did that. Donald and I are going to a screening. A little. She, she organized a little screening, and Donald and I are going to go to it on Saturday. Right. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be up in yep. that piece. Yep. Big pictures. Will you hold me during the romantic parts? No. Okay. Wow. I had to ask. Had to ask. <laughs> I will be holding on to my wife. Okay. Well, you, uh, well, you'll probably be holding on to my wife. Yeah. Do too. you mind if do you mind if your wife sits in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> I used to. I, it, my wife used to get jealous. Like, why is he always hugging on you, honey? And now I'm jealous. Why is he always hugging on you? Why is he always asking you about White Lotus season two? <laughs> I found pictures on my phone of my wife and my best friend hanging out together. It's so cute. It's the cutest. Bay and Bay and Bay are fucking kicking it. It's the cutest thing ever. And they're making cute. They're making cute little pictures into the camera for me and everything. Like, let's do a little picture where it's the cutest thing ever. Let's do a picture where he'll to make him laugh. (laughs) So sweet. I love her. You married well. You did good, kid. I did a good job, man. Yeah. I did a very good job. I thought that when I married her, it would just be me and her. I had no clue that it was going to be me, yeah. her, and I'm you. I'm so glad. I should have said. I should have said. I should have said we married well. We married well. <laughs> She's my friend with zero benefits. <laughs> hey, listeners! It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. 
And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. All right, Joel, go for it. Uh, we're going to start with um, which one? An idea for the podcast future or idea for me and Donald as a TV show? So this is from Mike McCallum. It is a future project suggestion. Okay. Hey, how's it going? Hope all's well. 
My name's Mike, I'm from Jersey, the little island near France. And an idea for a movie for you guys to do together in the future. A bromance film based on the true story of your lives and how you met. With all the stories you've told on the podcast, I think it could be awesome. It could start off with Zach as a kid doing his bar mitzvah rap, then cut to Donald as he's rapping along to Wu-Tang. You could see some of you guys growing up in theatre school and Donald's mum helping him out with all his auditions, a bit of Clueless, Garden State, and of course, a lot of Scrubs. We could also see some of you guys in your flat and all the things you got up to in New York. See Donald meeting Casey and being rejected and maybe Zach comforting him uh, <laughs> until he uh, wins her over. And uh, see Donald having his kids, Zach being asked to be godfather. Oh. Maybe after the third kid, that Zach could be like, another one. Sorry, yeah. I didn't do that justice. <laughs> But yeah, I thought it could be done in the style of the film The Big Sick and uh, a bit of an abstract ending, but you could always end with Bill Lawrence at his computer and it turns out he's been writing the story of your lives. Oh. Anyway, thanks for listening to me ramble. Ciao for now. Oh, very sweet. What a nice accent. First of all, he's from Jersey. No, he's from old <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Not New Jersey, Jersey. Yeah. Trust yeah. me, if you're from New Jersey, you sound like me. If you're from old Jersey, you sound like that. Oh, I'm about to say that's. Oh, so that's. Oh, so there is an old Jersey. Yeah, yeah it's an old yeah. Jersey. Got it. I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. he's from. Has it Jer- always been called Old Jersey? No, it's not yeah. called it's Old Jersey. Called Jersey. Jersey. I know, guys. Come on, goofy <laughs> man. Anyway, I love so his accent. Guys. I love his accent. If I spoke like that, Donald, I would uh, be such you a stud. I'd be such a stud. You would what? I'd just be such a stud. I will say this. I will say this. I loved his idea. I don't think it's a television show or a movie. I think it's a music video. Like, me and you need to, we need to create a song. Something like, Mm -hmm. you know, so this is the world we live in. You You know what it really reminded me of, though, was the ending for Six Feet Under. But instead of us dying in the end, it's... It's Bill Lawrence with the script, but it's the it's the anthology of our life all the way through up until, you know, we reach the present. Yeah. Well, I thought it was, uh, uh, listen, I think it was very sweet the way he pitched it, and he yeah, seems like a very lovely man. Yes. Um, I like the idea of it being revealed that Bill's writing the whole thing. I thought that was smart. I don't think that we, in, in reality, want to do the story of our lives. No. All right, but thank you for the submission. Your accent was our favorite part, and if you lived in New Jersey, you would not sound like that. You'd say <laughs> words like coffee, talk, chocolate, dog. Get the fuck out of here, dog. When we were making when we were making a good person. Oh, I got to give everyone a warning about good person trailer is dropping on December fifteenth. Everybody, yes, let's go. That is my wedding anniversary. That is the perfect is? day to drop a good Amazing. person. Drop that shit, and when you drop it, say, this is for my best friend's wedding Okay, anniversary. I'm probably not going to do that, but I, I do want everyone who, who's Wait, going to- Wait, what do you mean you're not going to um, do that? I'm not going to- I'm going to focus on the film, not your wedding anniversary, if it's okay. All right. Um, I do want everyone who keeps track of these things to please- Put it down in your in your in your calendar. December fifteenth is the day that uh, we'll be dropping. I got the married trailer. to Casey. Yes, that is the day. Yes, <laughs> for a good person. <laughs> a good and, person. Uh, trailer drops December fifteenth. Very excited. The day about that. after my dad's birthday. Yeah, these oh, are all the, these are all the ways it relates to Donald's life. <laughs> uh, that's why we chose December fifteenth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but it's a big thing for us. We're very excited. and uh, I'm really and, excited uh, for you, bud. It's going to be really cool. Um, all right, Joelle, let's go to the next idea, which is an idea for a, a future incarnation of the podcast, I take it. Yes. It's titled A Pitchy from Mitchie. Pitchy from Mitchie. <laughs> Hi, Joelle. Hi, Zach. Hi, Donald. Hi, Daniel. Why are they Good all to fun? hear you guys back on the airwaves. Uh, it's Mitch from Australia. Um, oh, which I was the onesie Mitch. guy who were on a game show. Um, remember him? Hope everyone's well. Um, yeah. I have an idea. Uh, just following up from what Laura and Matt pitched to you guys. Um, here's a pitch from Mitch. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a horrible pun. I'm sorry. Um, You're not sorry. Following up from what they said, both great ideas. I thought also maybe if you like did your possibly did your episode in two halves like catch up shoot the shit see what's going on in in your lives and stuff like that and the second half kind of like you used to have with guests would write in and ask a question and fix your life maybe we could have a bit of a a talent quest so like kind of like you guys would be the judges on your american idol or whatever or more like america's got talent or australia's Mm. got talent and right and uh listeners could submit in uh, some talents, perhaps, maybe like uh, maybe people might be able to do awesome impressions or singing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe like a, a, an unofficial fake doctor's real friend's idol or a you know, <laughs> fake doctor's got talent maybe and uh, could be anything and could be a bit of fun, a few laughs to be had. And, um, you know, I think it could be fun. And I would like to put my my submission in I can do a few impressions be like hi ho come with eat frog here maybe this will make you laugh Donald yay (laughs) or (laughs) Ruby (laughs) do anyways I hope you guys are well I'm currently driving through the streets of Sydney and I'm getting weird looks giggling like an idiot Um, all on hands free though so it's all safe at any rate I hope you guys are well be safe and um, I hope to hear from you soon cheers alright alright now what a legend. Mitch, Mitch is a very funny man. Yeah. I like, I, I, I'm going to be a, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I mean, listen, a talent show, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I think a, 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 a talent show I like show the idea of a talent show, Zach. Yeah, I don't want to do like, it every week as a oh, full-time it would, thing. It would be really funny just to well, see Well, maybe it's like instead of replacing in. this segment by, yeah, that we do now with a, with, a, uh, with a talent show or someone... They sing or they play an instrument or they do comedy. That Did would you be ever funny. see that one where the lady asked Celine Dion if she could sing for her? And Celine's in the car in front of like a restaurant yeah, or something and it's really like bad. that. And the girl starts singing and it's really bad. And <laughs> Celine Dion the just rolls up the window. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't change her facial expression or not. She just rolls up the window. <laughs> I would love that. I would love to be able to look, listen, without sounding like an asshole and without being an asshole. If you guys want to send in your talents, your singing talents, your comedic talents, and everything like that, and you want us to judge it, yeah. If you really want that, but I don't I'm know if we want to judge it. Like I'm down I, to do I, I that, but I'm, I'm gonna be 100 with you though, man. Like y'all, y'all are 100 with me and my mo- like y'all are 100 with me and my DMs and in my motherfucking Twitter oh my and God. all of that shit. Like y'all are 100 with me when you come at me with all of that stuff. If you want to do that, go ahead. I'm willing to. So I'm you're willing saying to if we were to do this, that you would be more of the Simon? Because I don't want. I could never. I be- wouldn't be mean. I would just be honest. I would just. Just be honest. Just look, man. Look, just being honest. I just want to say that I, if you were willing to be the Simon Cowell, because I would never like say like you're horrible. You wouldn't but be I feel honest. Like you would. You wouldn't be honest. 
I would be delicate. I would be more like if somebody the, came in and was horrible at whatever it is that they're. I'd be was. like, I'd be like, you clearly have a different skill you haven't found yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> Very gently. The spit went down the wrong pipe. Shit. <laughs> but I do think it's funny. I always used to think it was funny. I never could never be the Simon Cowell, but I did think it was funny when he would be like, "That's the worst song I've ever heard in my whole life." That's the worst <laughs> singing I've ever heard. <laughs> Ever was, really, Simon? Really ever? That ever? was absolutely horrible. I used to laugh. I just I was yeah. like, I just could never do that to anybody. I used to laugh at Randy Jackson. That's when that's when American Idol was funny. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Those shows were. I mean, I never want to be the person, but they were funniest when there was at least one bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like William Hong. She bang. All- she bang. When it became uh, uh, all positive, I stopped watching them. Listen, I enjoy a train wreck just as much as the next person. <laughs> I think we all enjoy train wrecks. I think, I don't think I want to be a part of the train wreck, though. I don't want to be, yeah, I don't want, I don't want fake doctors, real friends to be. Yeah, we don't. We want to build people up. We don't want to. We don't want. We want to build people up. We're not trying to take anybody down. I would love to tell everyone the movies that I've watched that I've really not liked, but it's not my. It's not my thing. I'll tell you. I'll tell you privately, but I don't want to broadcast. Like, you know, so much hard work and and artistry goes into to a film, for example. I would never publicly put anybody down. It's just although we all love a train wreck. I'll build people up. I'll say I love you gotta watch White, Le- White Lotus season two. I'm gonna keep it 100. I love a train wreck though. I said it over and over again, and I say it again. You're saying like when someone performs and they're horrible, you enjoy that. I do too. Everybody does. That's why those shows are popular. Yes, but they're only extra funny when then Simon Cowell is like, my ears are literally bleeding from this. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's the show. We Wait, love you hold very on. much. Before we what? go, what? You know, a song is getting a mad bump in my car right now. And what? I know we can't play it on the air. What? But it's what? just it's just one of my favorite songs. What? Mommy don't know daddy's oh, getting I knew old. you were gonna say this. I knew you were gonna say this. Doing something unholy. Yes. Yo! Rips. Song it goes. Rips. It goes. Yeah. Sam Smith. What's the young lady's name? Kim Petrus. Kim Petrus. Oh shit. So good. That song rules. They got they got a bop, dog. Mm-hmm. They got a bop, bop. They mm. took you know you know what's messed up though is they took the freaking American version of like the the Middle Eastern theme. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, and turned it into a hit song. <laughs> yes, right. I mean, they're it the works. first people to do it, but yes, it works really well. That's the first. That's the first freaking version of it that I'm like, yep, again. <laughs> You like Britney Spears' "Toxic," which is based off of an Indian song. Okay. All right, guys, um, that's our show. We love you very, very much, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, "Here's a story."
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. <laughs> 